All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Overtime. We're back, and today we're here with, of course, Emanuela. We saying? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we're here to speak on a very, very, very hot topic. I feel like things might get, like, very passionate. I know I'm going to get very passionate. And we have a special guest. We have our good friend from the It's it's That Time Again podcast, Iman. What are you saying? Yes, guys, hope everyone's good. Hope everyone's blessed. Yes, man, it's a pleasure to have you on the show, bro. My pleasure, bro. Pleasure is mine. Pleasure yeah. Mine. <laughs> well, let's get straight into it then. Let's not waste too much time. Um, I know you guys can already see by the title of this video, or if you're listening on Spotify, title of the audio. Today, we're going to be talking about progressive Christianity. I know certain people might not really know what progressive Christianity is. So I'm just going to give you guys kind of like a little insight to what it is. And from what my understanding is, of course, I'm not a progressive Christian, so I don't know too well. But from my understanding is a progressive Christian is someone that follows Jesus and follows the gospel, but they have their own ways and their own interpretations. They, um, so they follow a very leftist view. So their political views influence their faith. So when it comes to um, people's choices and celebrating um, their choices, no matter whether they're good or bad, um, their political views, and stuff like that and the thing that gets me a bit heated is that they question the gospel and I feel like I know Christians like we all have our own faith we all have our own walks with Christ but I feel like there's one thing that all Christians need to agree on and that one thing is the gospels and also first first Corinthians chapter 15 when it speaks about Jesus or speaks about the crucifixion crucifixion and the reminiscing of sins. Sorry, my English is not the best. I hope you guys understood what I was trying to say there. Yeah, get me, bro. Yeah, so they have a very weird view of it. And they question whether Jesus really died on the cross. They question whether um, it was just a metaphor. They question. They feel like the gospel should change and should adapt with time. And I personally don't agree with that. Like, that's just a no. You can have your own interpretations of everything, but when it comes to Jesus and the and the remi- remission, is it remission? Mm. Remission, is yeah. that how you say it? Yeah, the remission of yeah. sin, I feel like that's just set in stone. Like, you don't question that. Like, that's just it. What do you guys think? I, I agree. Like, but when you were talking about how they, they don't, ag- not don't agree, but they question the gospel, if you're going to call yourself a Christian, which means follower of Christ, how are you going to question the things that Christ did or if it's even real? Like, for me, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah. just say you're curious about the faith or something, which is there's nothing wrong with that, you know? But, uh-huh. like, to say progressive Christianity, it just, for me, it just doesn't make any sense. That's just the first idea of slash thought that I had when you uh-huh. talked about how um, their views differ on the gospel and how they find it and how what they believe about it is different but that's God's words so if it happened it happened if you know what I mean so yeah that's that's my view on it really what about you man what do you think I think you can never differ the gospel because the gospel is the gospel the gospel is the good news the sacrifice that our Lord Jesus done for us so that we may have salvation and you cannot change that cannot reword it you cannot add to it because it's simply the plain truth which is the gospel 
from when Adam and Eve came into earth up until the sacrifice that Jesus Christ done on the cross for us. And yeah, I, th- I don't agree in this whole progressive because it's like you're, you're allowing the world to compromise your faith. And as believers, we shouldn't be compromised by, 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 the, by the world at all because we're eventually going to become the world. That is so true. It's so like what you said is spot on, man. And it's a bit scary, like in, in, in my opinion, anyways, that you can look at, like, as um, Emmanuel has said, like, being a Christian is being a follower of Christ. It's, it's like my interpretation of the gospel is not what would Jesus do? Go and do that. It's what has Jesus done and believe that. So if you don't believe what God has done, if you don't believe what he did on the cross, if you don't believe um, atonement, like what do you believe in? Do you know what I mean? What is your faith based upon? Do you get what I'm saying? And Jesus, and the Bible says, oh, I can't remember exactly the verse, but it says, um, it says, like Christ is the same today, tomorrow, and forever. Like he doesn't change. Yeah. He doesn't change. And I feel like you can't, because I watched one one interview with a with a pastor of a progressive church, and he said, it doesn't feel right to me that God um has to fulfill his judgment. It doesn't feel right for me that God will send his son to die for sinners. It doesn't feel right for me, but I'm but, but we're not God, do you know what I mean? Like, mm. half of the things that God do don't make sense to us. Do you know what I mean? I'm sorry. I would never, I don't, I don't have kids, but I would never send my son to be killed for, like, for instance, for you guys' sin. Like, that doesn't make sense to me. But that's just how perfect God's love is, that he is able to, to not even send him some, to send himself to die for us. Do you know what I mean? To send a part of himself to die for us. And it's like, if you don't believe in that, then what do you believe in? And I feel like the way how people get there is a very, very scary, not scary, but it's a very, you get there very unexpected. Because I started off this year, this is me personally, I started off this year with a lot of questions. I had a lot of questions about faith. I had a lot of questions about Jesus. I had a lot of questions about Christ, about the Bible. And I was listening to a podcast, um, I was listening to Work in Progress with Andy Mignot, and I can't remember who it was, I think, I think it was Andy Mignot, he said he's going through a process of reconstruction in his faith, and he's trying to deconstruct what he's, what he's learned and to relearn again in a way where he structures his faith around him. And at first I was like, yo, this makes so much sense. But what happened was, as I was reconstructing my faith, I was turning away from biblical views and biblical opinions and putting it based around my life. Like, oh, I don't feel like God would do this. I don't feel like God would be like that. I don't feel like salvation should be achieved in this way. I don't feel like that. And I feel like people have these questions and they just innocently want to reconstruct their faith but what happens is they go down this road where these innocent questions start to grow, start to grow. And it just turns from their walk with Christ to questioning 
the Bible, to question everything. And you turned from being a Christian into just being an agnostic, like a hopeful agnostic. You know, you mm. pray, but you don't know who you're praying to. You go to church and you just hope that there is a God out there and he will answer your prayers. Um, do you guys have anything to say, like, regarding that? Yeah, I can't, because, like, it, 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 then, it then becomes, as I said, compromising, because when you, when you begin to compromise your faith, anything that someone will say to you, you won't have anything to back it by because you're not living in the word. You're not even believing that Christ came down on earth and simply died for you so that you may have salvation. And that's literally the gospel itself in a nutshell, because without, how I look at it is like, if, if Christ didn't come down on earth, the Holy Spirit wouldn't be here. Yeah. We wouldn't, we wouldn't be, we wouldn't have the opportunity to be saved. We wouldn't even make it to heaven, you know, uh-huh. and we'll be, we'll be living in, complete eternal condemnation because we're sinners right yeah. all we do is sin I could, I could i could think about how my day went and i know i went to bed and i sinned but because of the because of the grace of of our lord jesus christ because of what he's done for us we have the absolute opportunity the the, the love from god just to, to, to um to just repent of our sins and go again we just move we move again and when you're when you're living every single day not really deep in it, not really understanding it, not really even understanding John 3.16, you're just going to live every single day being compromised because for me, especially in lockdown one, I had to really break down what Christ done for me because you, you, when you grow up in church, all you know is that, yeah, so Christ died, he came down here in heaven, he preached the gospel, um, you know, God, God he, he said, he, he knew that it was the will of God for him to die on the cross, but he didn't want to do it because he, was, he, was, he had his flesh, but he was also every single day because he was a god form he had he had he had no sin he knew no sin but then he became sin just for us you live every single day and you're just like okay cool okay so what does it do for me you know mm-hmm. how, how how can i put that in my life how can i understand how can i understand it and take it for myself do you um, know what, something something that you said that like kind of made because i grew up in a christian household i grew up hearing it and one thing that came to my mind was um I was watching I don't know if you guys have watched um American Gospel yeah banging documentary um I was watching the second one Christ crucified and then a pastor he said he was sitting in um he was holding the service with um in the congregation in the congregation there was um like adults and kids so then afterwards the pastor asked how many who here knows that Jesus died on the cross for our sins? Everyone put their hand up. And then the pastor said, okay, now parents, I want you to look at your kids and explain to them why that makes sense. And everyone was confused. And sometimes what happens, it's like you hear it so much that you just accept it, but you don't want to, you don't deep it. You don't dive into the word to say like, okay, why? Because to be honest, I didn't understand how it how it worked, and and I never um, connected Jesus dying on the cross to the Day of Atonement. I never connected it. Do you know what I mean? Like that made sense. That made sense, but I never connected it. So when people would ask me like, "Why would Jesus die on the like?" and I'm like, "I don't, I don't, I don't know." He, <laughs> that's what I get told in Sunday school, and that's what I believe, and I believe that's what's going to take me to heaven, and I feel like. That's something as well that that um, gets people to this point, you know. They just hear things and they don't ask the right questions. 
they ask the wrong questions and then they just believe things to a point where it gets it becomes frustrating for them and then that's when they just start to question everything they start to think is this really true is this really what happened why would why would he do this i heard i heard like this stupid thing where people said if um god really sent jesus to die on the cross he's a spiritual child abuser ah uh, when i heard that i was like yo it was kind of the world like, yeah. I think there's even like either a book or a seminar that they held about it, like like God the spiritual abuser, like he abused his son, yeah. and I was like, like don't like dive into the and, word. Are they Christians? They that's they the, that's the that's the scary thing, is that these are Christians. Do you know what I mean? It's the Christians that are asking these questions. It's the Christians that it's, are. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, for real, I was on Friday. I I was um, I, I was in an Uber. And I was on my way home, and a friend called me and he was asking me some questions about the faith, and I was answering it. When I got off the phone, the Uber driver asked me if I was religious, and I said, "Yeah, I'm, um, we're not really religious, but I'm a believer of faith. Um, I follow Christ, and my religion is Christianity." And he's like, "Yeah, I'm a Muslim." And then we started to speak. And he asked, what kind of Christian are you? And I said, oh, I'm, my denomination is evangelical and I'm a fundamentalist. And he's like, and I said, I'm not a progressive Christian. He said, what's a progressive Christian? I explained to him and imagine like, obviously like this isn't from disrespect, like in a disrespectful way, but a Muslim, like he's not in our religion. He laughed and said, that's dumb. Like he said, fun, like a progressive Christian, like he's not a Christian and the views of a progressive Christian to him doesn't make sense. He's yeah. like, it's defeating the, like, even though he doesn't know the gospel himself, he's like, he's like, I might, he said to me, I myself know that what they believe doesn't make sense and it doesn't align with your holy book. And that's, I feel like that's what's the scariest thing. Do you know what I mean? To, to, to say that you, you know Jesus, to say that, that you believe in him, but yet you question everything. Everything, that's so scary for me. You, you don't really, yeah. Exactly. Like, that's a, literally. It's absolutely crazy, it's absolutely crazy. It's so crazy. And it's just, it's like a growing trend right now. Like progressive, not much here in the UK, but mainly in America. It's a progressive trend, it's a progressive, I'm sorry, it's a popular trend. A lot of people are turning to progressive Christianity, and I feel like it's because it's it's literally because they didn't know for themselves. They didn't have their own personal communion and their own personal understanding. And it's like the church is becoming political. Like in politics, one party and the other party. It's like if you guys think this, we're gonna think the complete opposite. You guys think that? Okay, so whatever you guys think, we're going to think the complete opposite. And it's like, we're just drifting further and further and further and further apart. And people that aren't Christians, they'll look at us and they just see division and it's, it's not a good look. It's really, really, really not a good look. Yeah, 100%. Because... Um... It's just, it's just, it's just mad because you told me this, um, uh, Mister Fantastic, on the other day about progressive Christianity. I had no clue, but I yeah. remember watching American Gospel two. Um, I watched a bit of it, um, and they were just talking about God the abuser, 
you know, God yeah. being, they almost, he literally killed his son. He said, you're going to go down and I'm going to kill you. I'm looking at it like, did you not know that? Yeah, he died. Uh-huh. But he came back again. He rose again. Yeah. He, and, bec- and and it's not like, it's not like he died and he died and he stayed in the tomb. Uh-huh. He, he, he was in the tomb for, uh, what was it? However days? Three, three days? Three days, yeah. Three days. Three days. He, stayed, he was in the tomb for three days, right? And in those three days, um, they say, I, I, I believe from young, he had to snatch the key from yeah. Satan. Uh-huh. And in those three days, it was like a spiritual war between his 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 spirit, God being himself, and 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 the demons and all of all of the all of the, 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 the forces of darkness and whatnot. And you have to steal the key and and snatch it away. But um I haven't yet gone much in depth into what happened in those three days, but all I know is that in those three days it was in that moment where he had to come out of the tomb, resurrect for us, so that he may leave um, her earth and come down with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Come down with the Spirit of God living in us, you know? Yeah. And, 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 it's that, and it's that Spirit of God itself that is living inside of us that people just fail to understand and comprehend because it's the Holy Spirit that keeps us going until the very end. It's the Holy Spirit that gives us the understanding, the wisdom, the knowledge. Because our own knowledge sometimes... We were just questioning, like, completely always compromise certain things in our faith because of the people around us and the environment that we're in. But it is, it is the Holy Spirit itself, because of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, that allows us to live every single day in the Word of God and not thinking about any other thing, any other, any other um, opinion, facts, it may be, whatever, but we live based on the Word because it is the Word of God that gives us this understanding, this knowledge, to, to to live for Christ for Christ alone as well. It's true. It's really it's it's true what you're saying, and even to that, it's like the Bible is just it's one long story. Do you know what I mean? Everything leads up to that day from the moment that Adam and Eve sinned, from my understanding at least, um, the world was in debt. Do you know what I mean? Like God had power and when they ate of the fruit it's like there was a debt that was and that's why satan had the key do you know what i mean that's why mm. he had the power and all this this whole you know this whole concept everything penal substitution all of it it was all to 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 it was all for debt to clear the debt and it's funny cuz what tends to happen is these people that are progressive Christians, they they question the act that was taken to clear the debt and make this grace and mercy available to us, but they love God's grace and his mercy. Do you know what I mean? What made that possible? They're like, okay, I don't want to know that. I don't want to hear about it, but what came from what came after it? I'm taking that and I'm holding on to it. I'm holding on to God's grace. I'm holding on to God's mercy. I don't believe in the cup of wrath. I just believe in the cup of salvation. And it, 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 it doesn't make sense. Do you know what I mean? It's like you're building, building up this building without foundation. Do you know what I mean? And eventually it's going to fall. 
if a, if a strong wind comes, if people come with questions, if people come with doubts, it's going to fall because you don't know where this grace comes from. And something that was said in in um, in American Gospel, um, Christ Crucified, the second one, he said, um, one of the one of the progressive pastors, he said, if God had to pour out, if God had to fulfill justice, we're putting justice above God, meaning God has to submit to justice. But the thing is, is that God is so perfect that he doesn't have a bit of justice. He doesn't have a bit of love. He has it all. Like everything that is God's character is God. He is love. He is justice. He doesn't compromise his love for justice, nor does he compromise his justice for love. He, it's like he, he's, he's everything. Do you know what I mean? He is merciful. He, he does have grace. He does love justice. He loves it all, but he's perfect. And we will never understand that because we are far from perfect. We're far from perfect. We can't even, morally, we're not even good. Do you get what I'm saying, Mac? And one thing that I've also come to realize is when you try to find a fault in God, God is so perfect that you go mad. Yeah. Like, you actually, like I don't like, obviously not judging, but this is from me personally. Everyone that I've met that questions a lot about, has a lot of questions about God, that um, has all these questions and tries to find defects in God ends up going crazy. That would, you, that would you, be so true. Because you can't find flaws in perfection. Do you know what I mean? If, you, if, you ask, if I ask any of you, find a flaw in me you're not going to go crazy like you're going to find it straight away do you know what i mean but if you try to find flaws within perfection you're just going to go around in circles round in circles round in circles and you're going to try and find something that's not there so then what's going to happen your mind's just not going to be able to take it it's going to go crazy Mm -hmm. that's the same thing that happens to me i tried i never had many questions many many questions never understood god and i never really wanted to understand but it's until I read the word and actually took it as the truth that I was set free and understood. In Proverbs, I think it's chapter two, it says that we should seek understanding like it's a treasure. And if you seek it, you'll actually find it. I wasn't trying to seek it. I wasn't trying to understand it. But when I took it upon myself to learn the truth and to actually allow God to minister it to me, I was set free. There was no more questions because God gave me understanding and it's the same thing. It's the truth that will set you free. So if you're trying to run away from it and edit it or find faults in it, you're never going to be set free. You're always, you're always going to have these questions and consequently be led astray. So as you said, like for me, it just doesn't make sense. True, and yeah. for it to, yeah, for you to gain understanding, you need to go to the creator. You can't nitpick what is and what isn't when he says what is and what isn't like it just doesn't make sense he was there at the from the beginning he was there from the jump so who am i to now come and question mm-hmm. what happens when i wasn't there me me being a human me and my small self i wasn't there when everything happened at the beginning so who am i to question and if i want insight go to the creator and actually believe and you'll see because sometimes it's a scary jump to believe in something yeah. that you've never seen before or like a book that's why i was not trying to hear it but if you actually try and seek him, you will actually find him. And I think that's the thing that many people fail to try and do. They fail to seek him. Because, I mean, it is scary. But if you seek him, you'll find him. And then you'll be set free. 
and then you'll understand and but the thing is you're not gonna feel you understand but there's still a long way to go because there's never like a limit when it comes to god you're still see you're still seeking but you're still finding more and more things about him and that's i think fundamental the word of god and just understanding truth that's what's going to set them free and like set our minds free otherwise you'll go crazy or try and make your own thing which really really isn't the word of god or the gospel yeah what is what um no go on um yeah just like in ephesians 1 13 it says in him you also trusted after you heard the word of truth the gospel of your salvation in him also having believed you were sealed the holy spirit of promise and who is all the guarantee of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession to praise to the praise of his glory so in a nutshell believing that the word of truth came to us we believed in it and because of that the consequence of that was receiving the holy spirit because we believed and it's just as simple as that really because you may find so much other things in the world so much other um uh like news or articles or whatnot in the internet but when you dive into the word of god what brings what brings inside of you is his peace is is his understanding and you can't even argue that you can't even try and say how did that peace come how did that thing come because it's the word of god that brings us the peace the understanding the truth and when we live by it the consequence of that is his spirit you know so, when we when we dive into the word when we live a life based on his sacrifice based on his death his redemption on, on the cross for us we receive his his salvation which is the gospel that that's been done for us yeah it's so it's so true what you guys are saying is absolutely so true both both verses, both points make so much sense. Um, I just want to touch on kind of what um, Ella said um, when she said that, when she um, quoted the verse where it says, if you seek, you shall find. And a lot of times what I've noticed is from people, obviously like guys, like you guys that are listening, we're not here to judge progressive Christians. Like that's not where, it's just that that's not, our understanding do you know what i mean and that's also not what the bible says but it's from my understanding and from what i hear from them it's like they're seeking to find out answers from their own knowledge that's why when you ask them certain questions their responses are normally that doesn't feel right to me i feel like i can't believe a god that would do this do you know what I mean? It doesn't make sense to me that God would be like this, that God would do that, that God would say certain things are a sin that in today's day and age, we're more open to, we're more acceptable about it. It's because they're trying to find the answers through their own knowledge. And I feel like one thing that when I was in this whole phase of, of reconstruction, one thing that really helped me was the fact that I... I was seeking the answers from God. I was seeking the answers from God. So if I'd have questions, I would ask God in prayer and somehow, some way, whether it would be in a church service, whether it would be me speaking to friends that are in faith or speaking to a pastor, those questions would be answered. God would use them to answer me. And literally it's just trusting and believing in God, trusting and believing in the word and do you know that's when you that's when you find out the truth and that's when you have a true communion with God and something that I put on my on all of my socials a couple of days ago was it's crazy how people 
will believe when someone says God told me or rather than the Bible says. And obviously I do believe that sometimes God has, he does reveal things to, to people. God reveals things to me in my walk through Christ, but you can't base your faith off of what they say. You need to base your faith off of the gospel because you can't go wrong with that. Do you know what I mean? You can't mm. go wrong with that. These are witness. These are accounts, witness accounts from people that were there with Jesus and they're writing what Jesus said, yeah. what Jesus did. Do you know what I mean? And our, our beliefs is to be Christ-like. So if you're not being Christ-like, you're not really a Christian. And yeah, man, is there anything anyone else wants to say? I have a question that I want to ask, but I want to get to that um, soon. I just wanted to say, when you were speaking, just it reminded me of the verse that, you know, the truth will, the truth will set you free. Yeah. Make you free. And that's yeah, make, that's <laughs> make you free. Yeah. Make you, uh-huh. God, make you free. It'll make you free. So I think if we base our life on the truth, you'll eventually be free. All your questions will just be answered because you're standing on the truth. And that's what huh. that's what God came to bring, truth, so that we can be set free from patterns, from even ourselves. Like so obviously when you find the truth, you'll be set free. So yeah, that's what I wanted to say, really. Makes a lot um, of sense. Just like in John 3 36. I know this is a lot of scripture-based place, but it's always good. I don't really do this much, but it's good to do uh-huh. this. Like Just like it says in John 3, 6, he who believes in the Son has everlasting life, and he, he who does not believe the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abides on him. So in a nutshell, if you don't believe in the Son, speak for you. Right. Basically, if, if, if you don't believe in the truth, it's just long for you, man, because... If you don't believe in the truth, then you decide not to believe what God, the love of God done for you. You decide not to believe that he created you. You decide not to believe that he is God. And it's like you're also saying to God, God, I don't believe that you exist, you know. And it's those type of Christians, those progressive Christians, where it's like they say they're Christian, but they're not even proclaiming Lord as their Christ and Savior because they're not living by it. They're speaking words of lies in in all honesty and Mm -hmm. When you're when you're living words of truth, you're not gonna speak like that. You know, you're gonna speak from the word itself. You're gonna speak yeah. like Christ did as well. You're gonna behave like Christ did and be be Christ-like. You know, not not compromising with the world, because when when Christ was here on earth, he didn't compromise with the Pharisees. He didn't compromise with the scribes. He lived by the word of God, which they which they read as well, but they never actually took it in. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. So true. So true. And um, honestly, guys, we just hope that this here answered a couple questions that maybe you had. Hope that um, this opened. Oh, I don't want to say open your mind, because then that sounds like I'm trying to lead you to, to progressive Christianity. But um, I just hope it opened your understanding, should I say. Should I say. And yeah, just dive, dive into the word. Base your faith, base your beliefs upon the word of God and as the scripture says the truth some the truth shall make you free so know the truth and to be honest that's all you need man that's all you need I feel like we should do a part two I feel like we should do a part two and go and go deeper so if you guys want a part two let us know in the comment section give this video a like
make sure you get at Eman's podcast. It's that time again. Yeah, so that, that time again on Insta. That time again on YouTube. That time again on Twitter. That time again one on Twitter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so make sure you get at them. They have amazing content. And yeah, we'll have um, like the links to all of their socials in um, our description. So make sure to get them. Also make sure to get that Big Fish merch. We went live, website went live. So make sure that you guys get the merch as well. And also send, when you, when you get your merch, take pictures, um, tag us on Instagram, send it to us and afterwards we'll repost it on our page as well. And yeah, man, just have a wonderful day and see you guys next week. Peace. Safe guys, peace. Awesome.